Hi there. We here at God Stories Radio are reaching out to you and your business to sponsor us for as little as $10 a month. We need you so that we can continue bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. By your business blessing us monthly, we are able to bless others weekly. To sponsor us, email GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. And you don't have to be a business to be a blessing. Visit GodStoriesRadio.com to donate securely through PayPal. Just press the button. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Mike, Fritz, Trish, and Tina. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session, I want to say, 315. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. How is everybody doing out there tonight? Woohoo. Wonderful. I hope it's so good to be back. It is good to be back. Oh, my goodness. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a couple of months. It has been. Uh, I didn't even know what episode we were on. <laughs> I didn't either. I had to look. Honestly, did. I was. I felt foreign on my own intro. <laughs> it's so nice to hear Aubrey's voice on that intro. You know, I I, I just um, I came up upon that memory uh, today of nine years, and um, I just kind of felt nostalgic and I thought, you know, I uh, just wanted to remember Mikey and her and just the original crew, you know, uh, it's great to hear their voice. It is. It's, um, it makes me feel warm inside. I know I was, um, you know, these days on the, um, photos, you can actually press them down and they kind of play a little bit of sound with the photo. Yeah. I think it's called live, but um, I've done that with a couple of photos because I was reminiscing through some photos of you and her and just Aww. hearing her laugh again and hearing her say something. It's, it just, it makes me feel like she's still right here. You know? When oh, I, definitely. When I hear her voice like that. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And we're, we're so glad you all are here. I know Donnie Seeger and uh, the Vanderas are online with us. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Donnie. Yeah. And, uh, um, Mama, I hope you're feeling well. I know you have uh, been tested and uh, you're going through it and we're praying for you, girl. So hope, hopefully you're doing good, both of you. And thank you, Kevin, for all you do at the church, my friend. You are so appreciated. And Donnie, it's also good to see you on, brother. And uh, it's just good to be back. It's good to be back. And I wrote down some notes of things that I wanted to talk about, and I don't have them. <laughs> I think you took them. Oh, it's my fault, is it? Well, typically, no. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> well, if I remember correctly, you wanted to talk about what it means when the Lord says, blessed are the poor in spirit for they shall inherit the earth. Yeah, I always wondered what that meant. Poor in spirit. What does that mean? It's um it's interesting to try and contemplate that. And I know that you did a little bit of research uh looking into it. 
Well, Matthew 5, 3 says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Oh, I'm sorry. So I quoted that wrong. No, that's all right. I mean, I have ESV and NIV. I have both. Mm -hmm. So the yeah, that was the ESV that I quoted. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I got to credit the Bible app for, a, a, you know, spawning these thought processes because I've always wanted to know what that verse meant. And I have an NIV study Bible, which I highly recommend. If you like the NIV, pick up one because the commentary is amazing and the scripture references are amazing. I had all those written down on my, my notepad, but I don't have it. So we're going to go for it. <laughs> That's okay. Why don't you, why don't you tell us what you discovered when you were kind of combing through to, to seek your answer as to what that meant? Yeah. Well, when you hear poor in spirit, a lot of times you think of folks that are physically poor or lack resources or material possessions. Uh, the word poor might trigger a mental image of someone who can't pay their bills, can't break free from the cycle of poverty, or can't afford food, clothing, or shelter. You know, what's interesting is because I come from England, um, the word poor means something else to me, too. It means lacking. Right. Absolutely. So what does it mean to be spiritually poor? Why does Jesus think that's a good thing? Those were two of the things I had gleaned from this mm -hmm. that I remember. And uh, those who realize their own spiritual poverty know that without God, they are spiritually bankrupt. Just think about that for a second. Yeah, it always brings to mind that um, that song by King and Country. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I love them. <laughs> yeah. They're amazing. They are. Those who are poor in spirit understand the desperation of their situation, that they can have nothing, do nothing, and be nothing without him. Those who are poor in spirit recognize that it's humility, not pride or self-reliance. That's a common characteristic in the kingdom of heaven. And when I was when I was looking it up, um, because I thought it was a, it's a good question. You know, why does Jesus think it's such a good thing to be poor in spirit? Like, why does he say that those people are going to inherit the kingdom? You know, it just seems so opposite of what we would think we'd want to be we would think we'd want to be rich in spirit you know right um and so i went to the billygram.org i think it is yeah oh, billygram.org yeah. okay. because um they brought up this this question also um and made the same point you know it, it kind of seems contradictory as to what we would actually want to be but they Explain that if you just take the word poor and replace it with humble, Ooh. that it starts to make a little bit more sense for us. So, you know, Jesus always ap 
opposed the proud. God always opposed the proud, but he seeks to exalt those who are humble. So those who are humble in spirit, and that kind of put a different light on it for me. I would say um, the Bible app says those who are poor in spirit know that they can't, but they trust that God can. Yes. If we're honest, most of us would prefer to be rich, comfortable, and self-dependent, right? Mm. We would rather lack nothing, but even if we happen to be financially stable or wealthy, we cannot save our own souls. And I guess that's why it's so dangerous for people who are affluent and wealthy to find the kingdom of God. You know, um, that verse, right? It's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than the rich man to pass through the, uh, is it the gates of the kingdom of the Lord or mm-hmm. something, something to that like effect, that. right? So I think... When you become self-dependent, self-reliant, you just kind of become your own God in that sense. You don't think that you need big G God for anything because you Mm -hmm. can supply all your needs. You've got all your little G gods. Right. Um, And I can only imagine how difficult that would make it for somebody who has all those things at their disposal that never had to worry for them to find God because they've never really been put in a situation where they had to really rely on him. That's true. You know, unless it was, they think that their money can solve everything. Yep. So it's, um, it's interesting to think about it from the humility standpoint, because You know, when you have a lot of money, you tend not to also be so humble. You know, usually you are filled with a little bit more pride because you're able to do things for yourself. Well, I can honestly say I was that guy. Yeah. I've been there. Had a very successful real estate business Mm -hmm. and wanted for nothing. But I tell you what, I was a different person, Mm -hmm. way different. And I had, I say I had a lot of friends, but they were really acquaintances at the end of the day. Right. And it it was who had the bigger and better toys. Mm -hmm. And that's what it was about, the little G gods. Little G gods. So... It's And humility is a hard thing, I think, for all of us to practice in our own lives to get closer to the Lord because we're always striving to be, oh, well, we know everything and we we don't need other people to inform us or fill us in. You know, I know how to do that. I don't need you to tell me how to do my job. I don't need you to tell me or educate me on how to do this or do that. I mean, I'm guilty of that one. Sure. You know. Well, we all have a degree of humanity in us. Mm -hmm. Nobody really wants to get told. Yeah, it's like degrading, it feels, right? Yeah. But yet, we just need to find a way to humble ourselves. You know, I don't know. When you think about your prayer life and going to the Lord, it's almost, it's, uh, 
how do I say this? It's almost too easy. Mm. You know, what's the catch? What's he going <laughs> to ask of me? But uh, the Bible app says, uh, you know, we were created to need God. We were created to need God. Yeah. So if you're feeling weak, weary, or worn out, it's okay. If you feel like you have nothing to offer, Jesus actually says that you are blessed. It does. And when you have a need, he can meet it. When you're not enough, he already is. And when you feel poor in spirit, you are in the perfect position to be saved and filled by God. You know, when you said when you don't have anything to give him, that you're like in a perfect place. It made me think of that song, The Little Drummer Boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All he had to give was his, was his song. His song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's funny was when I read Matthew 5 and I did a deep dive, what's Kevin saying there? He says, God wants us to fully rely on him. And sometimes when things are going right, it's easy to leave him out of the picture. Well, you said a mouthful there. You know, the success test is the hardest to pass. Yeah. You know, it's easier to be broken and in need than mm-hmm. it is to be successful. Mm-hmm. But boy, that's, that is truth. That is truth right there, Kevin. I think a, a really good thing for all of us to do, at least one thing that I'm going to try and do, commit myself here, is to think about ways that I can practice humility um, in my everyday life. Because, you know, it's easy to get prideful about things. It's just really easy. And it doesn't even have to be about big things. You know, it can be about just your everyday things, your job, your um, parenting. You know, it doesn't matter. But the truth is we can learn from everyone. You know, and God tends to put us in situations where we do learn from. Well, I know, especially in the industry that I'm in, mm-hmm. and uh, Kevin probably can attest to this. I don't know how he feels about it, but I've spent many years at what I do, and I think I'm pretty good at what I do, you know, and asking for help is uh, is hard. Mm-hmm. And... Another thing about, you know, getting told, especially from people that really aren't qualified to tell you mm-hmm. what to do, mm-hmm. is even harder. Yeah. And it's a humility test all the time. It really is. Yeah. It's like you said, you don't want to get told. Nobody wants to get told. No. <laughs> it's painful. It is. <laughs> it it really is. It doesn't feel good. No. Pride's a liar, though. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's a liar. Pride comes before the fall. Oh, every time. Every time. And I have to I have to cast that thing off all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I praise the Lord for the position that I'm in at the church. And I have an amazing team, you know, Kevin being one of them. You know, pretty much he runs the 
the sanctuary over there mm-hmm. and, he, and uh, celebrate recovery. Mm-hmm. An amazing man of God. Yeah, I, I love them I lo- uh, as a couple and, and they're, they're fantastic. And I'm, I'm so blessed that they're a part of our church and our ministry and that they serve the mm-hmm. way they do. Mm-hmm. You know, without him, I'd be in a world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna call it straight right there. But um, yeah, pride be- comes before the fall, and I think a lot of that is the reason why poor in spirit or humble mm-hmm. in spirit is such a um, an amazing place to be. Yeah, because it's it's at that point that God can do something in your life because you've gotten out of your own way you have mm-hmm. right and uh, I want to if I can see this I want to read it I did a deep dive on the Matthew 5 and, and the word blessed oh cool and um, it says blessed the word means more than happy because happiness is an emotion often dependent on outward appearances. Blessed here refers to the ultimate well-being and distinctive spiritual joy of those who, it's hard to see, I'm sorry, those who share in the salvation of the kingdom of God. Mm Mm-hmm. So even right there, yeah, it talks about one's like an emotional output and one's a spiritual output. Right. One's based on outward appearances and one's based on inward. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, I remember one, you know, a pastor talking before about don't rely on your feelings, you know, because feelings will lie to you every time. Every time. You know, you will feel things. But they are not necessarily true, you know? And so I like the thought of being blessed rather than feeling something. You know, it's a different, it's a different output, you know, because there was a different input. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but there again, you know, people associate um, circumstances or or uh, or status on single words. When you say poor, and what comes to mind? When you say humble, what comes to mind? When you say blessed, what comes to mind? And uh, I tell people all the time, I'm too blessed to be stressed. Mm-hmm. And some people don't know how to take that, but, and then some people just chuckle. Yeah. That's a good one. I'll remember that. <laughs> That's okay. It really is. Well, it's good to put out there verbally what you'd like going on on the inside, too. Oh, I agree. 100%. Because our words are a fountain. Um, of things that we're putting into our lives, you know, blessing and cursings all come from the same place, right? They do. They can come from the mouth. So 
we want to be careful about what we say and what we put out there and what we speak into existence. Um, I'm really bad about this one because I have a habit of putting myself down and being really derogatory, like self-derogatory towards myself. Well, really, I should be saying something more along the lines of God's working with me on that. You know, rather than putting myself down for something, I should say, well, God is teaching me this or God is working with me on this. Um, rather than just denigrating myself verbally. Yeah, because it's not who you are, it's whose you are. Right. And that's, it's hard, you know, it's hard to remember to be kind um, to ourselves in that way as well. Absolutely. So we all have so much work to do, don't we? We do. And we live in a, uh, a frustrating world. We really do. And it's really hard to uh, cope with stressors of life. You know, sometimes just getting up and going to work is a chore. Uh, just providing for your family is hard. Yeah. And I know for men, it's especially hard to show humility in a lot of cases because that's taken as weakness and it's really not if you understand what what the lord is saying there that being poor in spirit doesn't necessarily mean you're a broken person but you're just not where you're gonna be yet but it's at that point in your life that you look up. You know, you, you, you just come to the end of yourself. At least I'm speaking for me personally that I just, with everything that's happened over the last couple of years, I finally just came to the end of myself. And I, I just told the Lord, I'm done. I, do with me what you will. I'm done. I, I can't do it myself anything and uh but that's where he wants us that is where he wants us to be fully and completely dependent upon him and um it's not easy to get to that spot you know no and it's it's sad that we have to experience sometimes tragedy uh loss you name it, financial loss, loss of a job, loss of a loved one, could be anything. Mm -hmm. it, it's not like a light just comes on and, and you're, you're changed. Now, it can happen that way, 100%. Mm -hmm. And I find that the more I time I spend in God's word, it helps me to stay on that path. Because it's hard. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it's just hard based on all the emotions we have on a daily basis. You know, the ones that we're fighting off all the time. 
Very true, babe. Wow, okay. What do you guys think on the chat? I know Kevin has... Uh, Donnie, you still there? Let me hear from you guys. But... I'm blessed to be poor in spirit. Blessed to be poor in spirit. And now I know what Paul was talking about when he was said he was poured out like a drink offering. Mm-hmm. And he said, I rejoice in my suffering. I rejoice in my low position. Because it all brought him closer to the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Boy, and right. you want to talk about somebody who went through some stuff. Oh, man. Right? I want to meet him when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, super cool. It's so good to be back. It's so good to be uh, on God Stories Radio. I know we took a little break and, you know, please get the word out that, that we're back and we're going to have some guests and uh, we're going to keep on rocking and rolling. You know, life happened. Life is happening. It is. Yep. But uh, God Stories Radio has been a mainstay for a lot of people. I got looking on our Facebook today, which I haven't done in years, you know, because Mike used to do that. But right. the amount of people and support and comments and uh, ministries that follow us. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It is. And I just want to say to anybody that's listening to this podcast right now, we just love you. Yeah, thank you. And if you're listening, please drop us a line on Facebook or God Stories Radio at gmail.com. Visit the website. Let let us know you're listening. We just we just are thankful that we can be just a tool for the Lord to use to bring a beacon of light in a dark world. Yeah, I'm just thankful that we can still talk about the Lord. Amen. You know. We don't know how much longer we have until that's not possible. Well, the Bible does say, seek me while you can find me. Right. So it is a blessing to be able to be here to talk about the Lord, his word, and what it means in our lives and what we're discovering, what we're finding out, what we're trying to apply. You know, we encourage you all to get closer to the Lord. Look at your life, examine your life, and think about what you can do differently to bring yourself closer to the Lord. You know, get in, get into His Word. Challenge yourself, you know, because whether you believe it or not, you're not perfect. <laughs> there is work to I'm be done. perfect? Yeah, oh, there is work to be done. There is a lot of work to be done. And you won't have to poke very hard to figure out where you need to start. Um, Thank you, Kevin. We love you, too. I'm so glad you're back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Appreciate you. Amen, babe. Well, super cool. That... Um, 
that about wraps up session 315. Sure, sure looks like that it. That was a nice talk. That was, yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks. Thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for hanging out with us for session 315. Like I said, please uh, drop us a line, godstoriesradio at gmail.com or uh, on uh, Facebook or YouTube and you know, wherever you listen to us, uh, Spotify, anything like that. We just appreciate it. We love you, and we're praying for you. And uh, we will uh, talk to you next week. Sounds good. All right, I'm signing off. This is Fritz. And this is Tina. God Stories Radio. <laughs>